Next on BYU Sports Nation, 4,500 reasons that translate to next-level scholarships for BYU athletics. BYU Rugby wins its fourth consecutive national championship. Fly half Johnny Linehan, <coughs> punter, and head coach David Smith joins us in studio. Plus nine different BYU football players still pursuing the NFL dream. Who does CBS Sports say has the best chance to make it? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Back to work on a Monday. BYU Sports Nation Live and Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products, May 4th. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer May Linton. the 4th. Continue. Be with you. Thank yeah. you. That is rugby draft analyst Jerem Jordan. Yeah, I can't wait to break. I'm, I'm the Mel Kuyper of the rugby draft. Can you do a Mel Kuyper impersonation? No. I can't. I've tried. It's no. too hard. No. We'll leave that to Frank Caliendo. Nah. Yeah, may the 4th be with you. Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me of Firth, Idaho. There's a city named Firth. Jokes for days. Uh, the what Firth, a, First Ward. What a weekend in sports. Oh, it was so awesome. Uh, just It was great. There was so much NFL draft, the Kentucky Derby, uh, Pac- Pacquiao Mayweather, L.A. Clippers and Spurs go seven, seven down to the buzzer. Conspiracy hey. down to the buzzer. I see what you did there. Yeah, uh, it was awesome. I lo- you know what? The fight wasn't very exciting, but I watched it with a good group of people, and it was awesome because we had a ton of wings, a ton of food. We played Tecmo Super Bowl after. It was amazing. That's becoming your new hobby, isn't it? Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah, because I have a friend. <laughs> In my hood that has it. <laughs> in your Springville Lemonade, hood. what up? Oh. It's awesome. Okay, the fight, here's the he thing. He threw a 110-yard pass to win it at the end of the game. How do you throw a 110-yard pass? Because it's Tecmo Super Bowl, baby. Does it go down to the 110 yards? Well, it was 100 yards. Okay. You know what I mean. Yeah, I got I you. think 99. I don't think you can run for 100. It's 99. Speaking of hundreds, how many of you <laughs> forked out $100 to watch <laughs> nice. the fight? Okay, here's the thing. Jimmy no Kimmel. No one forked out 100. They split it up with people. Late night talk show host, Jimmy Kimmel, blatantly mocking Justin Bieber with his Doesn't everyone? brimmed top hat, a t-shirt with a Pac-Man logo, eating mini Floyd Mayweather heads. That was great. There were so <laughs> many elements that were funny about that, that was, fight. That was the show. The, the pre-fight, and it usually is. Like, the, that is the show. It was great. It was great. The only, thing's better, the only thing that's better than that is hearing Manny Pacquiao Sing Sometimes When We Touch. If you haven't seen that, that is awesome. <laughs> the Mayweather walkout party had the Burger King. The Burger King. <laughs> Do you remember those commercials when they, they put creep. him over video so of NFL creepy. highlights like Steve Young's run against those the Vikings? Those are funny. Those that are funny. really funny. But he's a creepy-looking character. Yes, he is, because he doesn't move. <laughs> like, as creepy as Ronald McDonald is, a.k.a. Nate Austin for Halloween two years ago. Yeah. Which, by the way, BYU doesn't expect to hear back about Nate Austin's medical redshirt for three weeks. Uh, the Burger King, yeah, is super creepy. But it, it was a fun weekend. I loved it. Floyd Mayweather is laughing all the way to his Swiss bank account. Nine-figure check. He literally was showing off a nine-figure check to his homeboys on SportsCenter. You can't, you can't uh, buy happiness. Goodness. But he can rent it. The conversation alive 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and be a part of BYU Sports Nation. Members, welcome. Listen. What was the most impactful news this weekend in BYU sports? What's the news of news? Yes, hashtag BYU Sports Nation. BYUSN. At Kurt the Hurt 78. 
BYU Rugby winning some more medals this weekend can never overlook a national championship. I agree. To me, that's number one. Four Clearly, number one. Here are the rest of you BYU Sports Nation headlines. Three words. Cost of attendance. If you don't know about it, you will in two minutes. BYU Rugby wins the fourth consecutive mm-hmm. national title. Johnny Linehan, head coach David Smith, both of those guys live in Studio B to celebrate. And, Jerem, no BYU players drafted in the NFL draft for a second consecutive Unfortunately, year. Unfortunately, that, that's becoming a thing. Three of the last five years, BYU's had zero. But nine free agents signed. We'll tell you every single one of those guys and where they're going coming up. BYU softball wins a second consecutive West Coast Conference Championship. Those 2015 posters uh, come to fruition. (laughs) If you didn't hear about this, BYU Athletic Marketing accidentally printed the posters with 2015 WCC champs on it before the season. (laughs) And it's fine. They weren't off. They yeah, have the karma, man. Fine. They knew. They, they knew. The karma. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Cost of attendance. Yesterday, Jay Drew of the Salt Lake Tribune produced the following article with the following title. BYU Athletics will pay $4,500 for cost of attendance among highest in country. First reaction? Uh, Wow. I was shocked. I thought, wow, this is a brand new thing. Tom Homo said in his biannual sit-down conversation with the media, a meeting I was in, that BYU plans to compete at an elite level both on and off the field. This is elite. Tom's walking the walk. BYU is competing. In fact, not just saying they want to, they have chosen to dive headfirst into this swimming pool of uncertainty. Here's Tom Homo. On BYU doing just that. What, what BYU, as we've studied this over the last couple of years, is we're prepared to do what it takes to be competitive. It'll be challenging for us because we don't have to worry about that right now budgetarily. But these things cost budget dollars, and we're, we're prepared to make that move. Sources say that Floyd Mayweather is going to donate some of his money towards this number. <laughs> BYU might no, need it. No, no. This is, and, and there are a lot of questions about the details surrounding this. That will all come out. It starts in August. Uh, you know, how, how does it work by team? Is it everybody? Is it the same number? We'll figure all that out in the next couple. BYU doesn't know the answer to some of these questions right now. But sometimes BYU gets a hard time of, hey, jump out in front. You know, meet the story. Don't this wait. This is different. This is jumping out in front. This is different. This is making sure you're a player. I, I talked about it last week when we addressed kind of these compete uh, like a P5 on the field. This is off the field. There are things you can do to compete this way. And, uh, and, and what did, where's Guy Holiday's tweet from this morning? Listen to this. At Eagle88Me. This is BYU's wide receiver coach. You can put your money into buildings and bricks, and I'll read this as it's written, or you can invest in people. BYU's cost of attendance shows we invest in you, the person. That seems like a direct shot at, I don't know, a school that has upgraded its facilities recently nearby. But guess what? The best thing is people and facilities. But, you know, people first, then facilities. Whatever. Unfortunately, you can't get all the money to do everything all the time. But this is a good move because BYU is able to compete in recruiting with some guys. Mike Littlewood, the baseball coach, said in J. Drew's article that the recruitment of Kyle Dean, the uh, you know non-Mormon, all-American baseball player that's come to BYU, which is an amazing thing for BYU, that this COA cost of attendance stipend helped 
in that recruitment. He called it a hardy scholarship. Okay, 4500 bucks is the number that has been thrown out there. And this isn't the scho- let, let's be clear about what that's this is. That's not a full that's not part of the full so right scholarship. scholarship 1.0 that includes, you know, tuition, books, fees, you know, all that stuff, right? Housing. This is this is about 500 bucks a month over 9 months, assuming you're gone for 3 months out of the year per year. We're not sure who all gets this number whatever. This is in addition Cost of attendance is a weird phrase to me. It should just be like called straight cash, homie. How about just a stipend? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a stipend. It just is a extra stipend. money. Okay. Yes, it is the start to college athletes being paid for their services and revenue generating. The following excerpts are from the article. Okay, this is from J. Drew's article. The Cougars plan to keep up with the haves and try to distance themselves from the have-nots when it comes to covering the full cost of attendance for their scholarship student-athletes, as you mentioned, Jeremy, beginning August 1st. Now, the $4,500 per academic year number, as I mentioned, is approximate. That has been confirmed to BYU Sports Nation over the weekend as the general number that BYU is shooting for. So where does that match up? When it, when it says BYU is among the highest in the country, well, what does that mean? Where do the Cougars stack up against the other major players in college athletics? We know every one of the P5's numbers. And BYU would, would be, if they were included in that list, 11th. So compared to the P5s. How about that? How about that? 11 out of 60, if you're including 65 60, P5s, 66 with Notre Dame. With, okay. So BYU would make 67. So 11 out of 67 if they were included in that P5 That's distinction. That's really stinking good, man. Really good. Tennessee is the most, by the way, $5,666 per athlete. Woo! Most of these are in the South. No this surprise. Is, this is a number over nine months, by the way. That's what this number is. So divide that by nine. That's the per month number you get. For BYU, roughly 500 bucks. What about BYU compared to the Pac-12? Garrett 2J, offensive line coach for the Cougar football team, tweeted out the following info, also from the article in the Salt Lake Tribune, with the caption, quote, Good info, hashtag BYU football. It would be the highest, not would be, is the highest of all the Pac-12 schools. How 4,500. Is, how is BYU doing this without TV contract money? They'll have to figure that out. One of the many they questions. They will figure it out. One of the many questions. Because that's where the thousand, money is. There are thousands surrounding this subject. Okay, questions for days about the cost and of attendance. for days. It's a brand new thing. We don't know the answers. BYU Athletics doesn't know the answers. The NCAA, for crying out loud, doesn't have all the answers. This is brand new. This is the answer, though. BYU is going to compete off the field with this. And this is a great move that much for BYU know. Athletics. Yes. I don't think anyone really cares how it is uh, created, unless you're getting personally asked, and then you're like, wait, maybe I need to help with this or something. But they're going, but they're going to figure out 4500 bucks to help these athletes. Bronco Mendenhall said the following on the matter. $4,500, quote, puts BYU among the top 10% of COA-paying schools in the country. Referencing data compiled by the federal government and the National Center for Education Statistics, by the way. To continue with Bronco's quote, the data is in and BYU has one of the highest stipends. It is actually going to work tremendously in our players' favor. We are already seeing that with BYU baseball you brought up the Kyle Dean subject. Okay, this opens a brand new dynamic for BYU competing with the big boys in college athletics. It's another thing you can mention in recruiting. Hey, our stipend is higher than 
all the other Power Five schools except for X, Y, Z, and we put that list on the screen. We'll uh, we'll tweet it out and we mention it. That's a good thing for BYU because in these kinds of things, generally BYU isn't uh, a big competitor, right? As a as a P five equivalent, it's tough at that level. But BYU has chosen in this thing. We are going to be one of the best. We mentioned it last week. Nutritional benefits for BYU athletes were a little better than most schools about a year and yeah, a half this ago. This is actually BYU, the second step. You get the full meal, and then some athletes get a continental breakfast type situation in the morning. So all of this to try and help in that. Does BYU have the TV contract money and all this flowing in every year? To what? No, but they're going to make it happen. Still many questions. But something we absolutely do know, the Cougars will compete off the field, and they will compete on the field in four months. Countdown to the Cornhuskers. 124. Okay, four months and a day. Brian Logan, four months and a day? I know, we're getting there. Brian Logan sang it with me, by the way, the other day. And then Michael Elisa tried to uh, harmonize. He's got a really good singing voice. Yeah, he can't harmonize that, though. <laughs> He's, he tried. He's got to work. He's got to work on that. What was the most impactful you. news this weekend within BYU Sports Nation? At Lasership says, the COA announcement was pretty big news. Yes. Especially the fact that they will pay more than most schools, including all of the Pac-12. Hashtag well done. I added that last part about the Pac-12. A national championship on Saturday. BYU Sports Nation today. And he's getting married tomorrow. Is Johnny Linehan... Having the best week ever. We'll ask him that next in studio. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Follow us on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can always join us using the hashtag BYUSN. Softball just won the West Coast Conference Championship over the weekend, so they have a bunch of meaningless uh, games the rest of the season. Stop it. They play Utah Valley tomorrow, 7 Eastern, on BYU TV and BYU Radio. No, it's not meaningless. I'm just Be- kidding. Here's the thing, Jerem. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you have to justify. I'm just no, joking. I know you're joking. You, you, know why they, you know why it's a big game? Is because UVU. it's against an in-state foe. and they No have... hit BYU on yes. their home field the last time they played. 13 to nothing. Why is Okay, BYU's lost their in-state home games. There, there is, two there is a, there's a reckoning to happening tomorrow night. Watch two and three at home against in-state foes. All three of their home losses against in-state foes. Okay, so they've won two games. I was off on that. Yeah, well, they beat Southern Utah and mm. Utah State. They shouldn't lose to any of those at home, right? No. So here we go tomorrow. Check it out. Challenge issued to the BYU softball team. Get it done, ladies. They're like, we just won a title. Whatever. What was the most impactful news this weekend within BYU Sports Nation? At Hobosita. Uh, has tweeted in our good friend Hobo. Okay. And this is not I don't agree with this tweet at all. Technically related to the impactful news, I'm but anti this tweet. Something that we talked about. I guess no one told Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton that cost of attendance is coming from BYUSN paychecks. <laughs> Hashtag elite volunteer radio vision host. This is an internship for me. I don't even know. You're getting paid? That's awesome. My wife <laughs> is now calling in to complain about that, Hobo Sita. Yeah. Uh, Th- C- thanks for that. Yeah. At COT underscore BYU football. He has BYU football in his Twitter handle. So I'm guessing the free agents. Nine players with NFL free agent contracts, including three offensive. Jeremy, you said it's all about BYU rugby. Yeah, I say rugby. That Which- brings us to our stat of the day. 
It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Five. BYU rugby has won five national titles in the last seven years. Make it four in a row. Is that elite, Jerem? Yes. Yes. All caps, elite? The Yeah. The, the Cougarettes have won like 14 in a row. Elite. Rugby's won four in a row, five in the last seven. Those are the elitist programs on campus. Joining us now, an elite rugby player. And perhaps, just maybe, playing another sport as well. Johnny Linehan of BYU Rugby currently in Studio B. Johnny, congratulations. National championship. On another yeah. Yeah. national championship. <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Congrats. <laughs> Thanks so much. Okay, so it, what's weird is like, yeah, BYU won another national championship. How does okay does it does it feel like the norm to you, or is each one as special as the previous? Yeah, everyone's pretty special, to be honest. I think, uh, yeah, being asked on the way, and he said, "Man, does it ever get when he never get old?" I said, "No, but we hope losing never gets new." (laughs) Mm, Well said. Yeah. So no, everyone's pretty special. This one may have been extra special because it was that much closer than last year's, and yeah, we were defending for I think ninety percent of that game, so we were all just tanked by the end of it. But it was awesome. Uh, When you when you compare the I guess three that you've had now, how does this one? Uh, I guess stack up against the others. How do you, how do you handle each of them? Seems like they'd be a kid. Like you love them all differently for some reason. Yeah. Well, to be honest, it's going to be very hard to beat my freshman year. Yeah, because that was that was awesome. I I think that was nice. Like I came to BYU on a bit of a gamble. The coaches didn't really know what I could do, and then yeah, I kind of gave it to them in the final. Last year's was special, but this year's probably was definitely up there with the first one. Um, just. I just feel really well, like confident and great about the way I played, so I'm pretty stoked about that. More relieved or excited when that final whistle comes? Because you're ranked number one all year. <laughs> you're the defending champs. Yeah, definitely relieved because like we kicked <laughs> the ball out. We had it and we gave it back to them. Like yeah. I was panicking in that moment because, oh, okay, explain why uh, Josh Whippy kicked the ball out there. Okay, so we knew there was about two minutes left. Uh, or so the game clock said. And we thought the game clock was pretty accurate with the time management. But the referee, he's the sole judge of time. So he decides whether or not we keep playing for another hour or another day or another minute. And he had actually told some of our team that there was he was going to add another minute due to some certain stoppages that may not have been accounted for. And that didn't get communicated to us. So we saw the it go 80 minutes full time. So we thought if we kicked it out, it'd be game over. Oh, The ref had other plans, yeah. So they have a line out. And then if they score a try, they're going to win the national championship. They win. So, so what was that like on the field when you knew, okay, last stand for the title? That was like, fellas, like, to be honest, it was harder than woodpecker lips. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, we knew that we'd just have to go out and make our tackles because they'd be running straight and hard. So we thought, we're exhausted, but we need to go and make some big hits. And turn it was harder over. than woodpecker lips? Uh-huh. I don't know I've ever heard that before, Johnny. <laughs> One of our favorite, I guess, rugby comedians he plays in australia and he you need to watch some of his his comments he's called, will we even yeah. understand it you won't no okay. one does i okay. don't either but it's, <laughs> it's fun listening to it yeah so luke told me if i go on air i've got to use one of his quotes nice so, yeah nice I'll okay do that one. well well done yeah. johnny linehan you you made it happen okay this is like just part of the perhaps best week ever of your life it might all be downhill from here uh because you win a national championship you're on BYU Sports Nation today, which is clearly the you top. You threw that into the mix. Nice. <laughs> and you're getting married tomorrow. Like, what the heck, man? What, did, how, did you plan this out so that it would be just the perfect week? 
Yeah, it's a package deal, you know. So, and hopefully, I'm getting some cost of attendance for being on this show so many times this year. So, well, apparently, you know, you're could, stealing part of our paychecks in doing so. And I'm fine with that. Okay. No, Talk to Smithy and uh, Kimball later. Yeah. No, it's been an awesome week. I'm excited. I think tomorrow will top what happened on the weekend, but the weekend was definitely a, a nice curtain raiser for it. And I'll be there at your uh, reception. But this guy's got a softball game. So do you oh, have no, like, listen, did you bring a gift? Listen, you're going until eight, right? Yep. I'm hoping for a five inning softball game so <laughs> that I can get over to the reception at the very end. How about you hope for a win first, let alone five innings? No, well that's <laughs> included in the win. Come on, five innings. I know, but they've win. lost to some teams. Five just inning a worry win. There. <laughs> oh, Jerry. We might need you some didn't... BYU karma for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be there. I'm bestowing it upon myself. <laughs> That's illegal. You cannot do that. Ground rules. Now, for those who don't know, you're marrying Marissa Nimmer. Nimmer time of BYU women's soccer. This is your play at becoming a BYU athletics power couple. Right? Definitely. <laughs> and if you're on the football team, then we can throw you into like the Y Awards conversation there, right? So, that, what, By the way, what do you think of the stipend? Because your wife will benefit from this. Yeah, she's she's all for it. She's like, you need to practice every day this summer so that you could get the opportunity because we need that money, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome though. No, I love it. <laughs> and, and describe to us as as you as you get married and that you're on scholarship, but it's sometimes it's hard for say your wife or you in your extra time to have a job to have extra money. Your sport so, is your job. So so what does this mean to have a stipend and be like to have one of the better stipends? Yeah, it's awesome. I think it just goes to show how great the alumni and the fans of BYU are who support the program because without them, we couldn't do anything even as a rugby program, but every program benefits from that. So we appreciate all the support. It's awesome. BYU's Johnny Linehan of the Rugby National Champion Cougars on BYU Sports Nation in Studio B, looking fly and building up to the big event tomorrow, his marriage to Marissa Nimmer, BYU Sports Nation in between, and the National Championship on You throw Sunday. all those together. It is- I- it's, I love it. It's up the pyramid, right? Let's talk about the play uh, in, in that uh, Rugby National Championship Woo! game. I, I loved it. Okay, so you see Jared Whippy wide, and you uh, kick pass to him. I don't even know what to call it. The drop kick pass. <laughs> yeah. D- describe that play. Uh, it's called a, a fade route. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I've been, been working on it with Taysom, you know. So he's, I've been doing it with my feet. He does it with oh, his hands. Yeah. <laughs> a little harder. <laughs> no, so we have that call. It's called a T ball. Last year we tried it, but I didn't kick it as well. But uh, this year I knew there'd be a bit more added pressure on my kick, so I decided to, to make sure I showed up. So our call was like you'd have to do a big T, but this time I just patted my head. So if you look on the film, I'm going nuts, like patting my head like Fred Flintstone or something. And Talking to yeah, Jared. Uh-huh, and Jared knew, okay, we're going wide. And I kicked it, and he just went up and made a great play. Yeah, Like an elite receiver like Mitch Matthews. Yes. Will, will be come, yeah. yeah well, oh, wait, will <laughs> no, be? Okay. No, he he, just, said yeah, elite. he just already said elite. He said, he will. said elite receiver. There was an inference of future. Nope, nope. Okay, serious question. I, are you better at kicking a rugby ball forward or passing a football? forward uh def- like yeah aim. definitely kicking a rugby ball forward like you can aim it uh-huh. better than you could throw it yeah uh football i think so yeah yeah that okay. was amazing next time spencer does his 40 we'll have to go out there and do a double <laughs> <laughs> knew that was gonna come i'll up. try kick him i'll try kick him as he's running his 40 might make him go faster <laughs> <laughs> we thought about sick uh, like putting just a dog let, behind him just let one of the rugby guys chase me you know <laughs> whoever whoever it is you know, just get one of the yeah. big guys to chase me, and I guarantee I'll run faster. Sumption's not, not doing anything anymore. <laughs> Wait, he's playing with the national team. Yes, he is. Here's the interesting dynamic of this. Like Cal has been the 
dominant force in college rugby for decades now. Uh, has the has the page flipped now to BYU officially with four straight national championships? Is BYU now the dominant force with Cal the underdog? I don't know if you can ever call Cal an underdog, but I would venture to say that we may be more dominant. Uh, I think we might not believe it, but they definitely believe we're more dominant. They think they're the underdogs. But the second we start believing we're more dominant is when we'll start going downhill. So we need to keep having that underdog mentality and we'll come up on top. That's what's so shocking is I, I just can't believe that they're in a position where they are the ones that are have to outplay BYU at this point. So how do you maintain this kind of awesomeness and try and make it five next year now that you've done it four years in a row? Yeah, it's going to be different next year. We've got a bunch of great players leaving us. And uh, no doubt there's going to be, have to be some young people and new people coming in to step up. So I think it really starts even today. A lot of the boys will go back to the weight room because we lose a lot of weight and a lot of, I guess, like buffness during the season. So we'll have to go back and prepare in the weight room, but then make sure we hit it so we're even more conditioned and better next year. So it really comes down to practice. We're talking about practice, man. Oh, yeah. nice. You know so many references <laughs> with American culture. Now, whether or not you participate with BYU football, which is – to be determined, but we're hoping and praying that you do, okay, <laughs> after watching your skills with uh, being able to kick the ball. Um, do you plan on playing rugby again next season and going for a what would be a fourth straight national championship for you personally? Definitely. I'll, I'll for sure play rugby next year as well, regardless of what happens with football. Uh, it'd be ideal to do both, but no, rugby, rugby brought me here, gave me this opportunity. Without them, I wouldn't be able to do football, so... Uh, I I need to give back, and I want to give back to rugby. So I'm excited for next year as well. You got out of there without a black eye, which <laughs> was concern number one for your fiance. <laughs> I know. I got a little like cleat mark on my face. Unfortunately, it's not big enough that it's going to show. So I'm hoping maybe we can do some good makeup. And Is make there going to be makeup? Are you wearing makeup tomorrow? <laughs> Definitely not. I'm not like you, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> my man. Oh, That's an elite goodness. comment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She. There you go. Throwing well, congrats. What a what a week you uh, what a weekend you had. Now, uh, congratulations on your uh, pending wedding tomorrow and a fourth national championship. Thank you so much, Johnny Linehan in Studio B. Put on some makeup, dude. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the question is: Does winning a national championship ever get old for a coach? Johnny Linehan says it doesn't get old for him and the players. Understandably, we'll ask BYU Rugby's head man David Smith next on BYU Sports Nation as we continue our live celebration of a fourth consecutive national championship in Studio B. Johnny Rugby, punter or not, worst kept secret ever. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan Radio Vision live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes or if you want to stream it on BYUSportsNation.com. The most meaningful BYU softball game of the season is tomorrow, 7 Eastern, on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The Cougars take on the Utah Valley Wolverines, the Fighting Mark Popes, the University Parkway Collision. Don't miss it tomorrow. The most meaningful softball game of the season. (sighs) Because it's the next one. (laughs) Champions take every game. They treat every game like Super Bowl. You and I are going to have a fight after I don't mess around. What? <laughs> I didn't say anything that wasn't true. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Three words. Cost of attendance, my friends. That was five, including my friends. If you don't know what cost of attendance means, go back and listen to the A Block. It is great news 
for all of BYU athletics. It allows them the to Linehan compete family. on and off the field with the elite Power 5 teams across the country. BYU Rugby wins a fourth consecutive national championship. We just spoke with Johnny Linehan, and now the head coach joins us live in Studio B to continue our Monday celebration, David Smith. Coach, congratulations on winning another yep. national, national championship. championship. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good to be with you all this morning. The celebration you had uh, once the final whistle was blown was uh, pretty fantastic. I don't know. Were you going to, like, chest bump, hug? something? Yeah, like- I was I was thinking. I wasn't really sure what I was going to do, but I was just getting <laughs> off the ground. My thirty-six inch vertical there, you know. Oh, so good. We're showing it as a matter of fact on yeah. BYU TV right now. What, yeah, what's that moment like? Here. Oh, I mean, it's great. I mean, that's what you work for all year. That's what uh, you know. You you hope that you can get to. Um, you know, as you work with the boys and the other coaches. I mean, that's our goal, and they actually achieve it. It's a great, great situation. Are it's you great. used to that? Winning the national title? Is that a familiar feeling? Like you expect it? I don't think you ever get really used to it. You know, I think it's something, as I say, you'd like the experience every year, but each one feels different. So, no, I'm not used to it yet. Was the feeling of this particular game, uh, we asked Johnny this question as well, was it was it more celebratory or more relief given what happened in the last minute? Yeah, actually, a bit of both. I mean, I, I would be... Not honest if I told you I wasn't relieved at the end, you know, the way it was going. But I knew going into this game this year, Cal were a better team um, and we're going to be a tougher proposition than the year before. So, yeah, definitely, you know, I thought we were the better team on the day. We did what we had to do to win. But, yeah, there was a little relief always at the end there when that final whistle went. A coach always thinks you can play better after the fact. Um, but how, mu- how much better do you think you could have played in that game. It, uh, it seems like it was closer than yeah, it could Yeah, I mean, I think we could have executed at some critical times a little bit better. I mean, there were five or six, you know, genuine scoring opportunities that we left on the field there. And I think if we could have really taken them, that, you know, we would have put a bit of daylight between us and Cal. But, you know, it's the heat of the game. It's a final. It's a great opponent. And you, you just never know. But if we had executed a little better those five or six times, it would have been you know, a little bit of an easier victory. Would you prefer to do that or, you know what, I just want to win no matter what? Because your blood pressure is probably boiling yeah, at the end. blood pressure's off the scale by that time. At the <laughs> end it was. So, yeah, I just want to win. Just want to win. How was the reception and the crowd uh, being back at Rio Tinto Stadium to uh, play in and celebrate another national title? It was great. I mean, it's just up the road, a few miles, get a lot of Cougar fans up there. I mean, it's we've been there before. We're familiar with the surroundings, so it's like a second home for us. So we love that situation, and it was just a good experience all the way around. Johnny told us a little bit about the uh, about the kick forward to uh, Jared Whippy for a try there. Can you describe kind of that play and that something that you guys work on? Yeah, we work a lot on it in practice, but I'll be honest with you, I didn't see Jared out uh, on the flank there, and when he kicked the ball, I'm asking myself, what's he doing? I thought, just pass it. <laughs> We got the we got the numbers out wide. We can score just keeping it in hands. And I thought, oh no, what's he doing? And then I saw Jared come out there and uh, catch that ball, and thought, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> and that was that was probably the most exciting play of the match. Um, but when you when you see something like that, 
Would you prefer that he not try that in that instance and just and just go with the odds and, and pass it back? Well, at the time, that's what I was I was preferring he did because that's what I saw. I mean, I thought that was that was money in the bank there. But then, you know, he kicked that ball and I looked and, you know, that was the 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 nicest visual I've ever seen of Jared in the last three years. He just appeared, <laughs> caught the ball and scored. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> at what point in the last? I don't know year or two, if at all, did you realize, wow, we, we, have to, we have to play well, but we're a better program than Cal right now? Well, you know, I don't know if we're a better program than Cal. I mean, I think we've had better results in the field, obviously, the last three years when we've played them. But they've got a fantastic program. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have the Rolls-Royce of, of rugby programs in America. So, you know, we, we control the things that we have control over, and that's putting a good product on the field, getting the boys out there, working at a high level and playing very good rugby. And, again, they did it for us this year and got us through. So, you know, for that, we're very grateful. I tried to lead you, and like a veteran, you didn't take it. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> BYU head Jack Clark's coach. watching right now. Yeah, David Smith <laughs> with us in studio, be celebrating a fourth consecutive national championship for BYU rugby. Apparently, this is the year for Jerem to get really cool memorabilia. He got... The Josue Rivera neon yellow shoes. No, these shoes. are for the set, not me. Oh, what? Okay. No, they're the sets. They're man. for the set? Yeah. Josue didn't give those to us on the show. He gave them to you at the I, volleyball I match. I asked him on the show I know. for the shoes, for why, the set. Why are you arguing? This is about you. This is awesome. <laughs> but and there's not... another bit of memorabilia that is being brought to celebrate a national champion. Coach, explain what you brought sure, for the, the show. Yet again, something I begged for, probably. Yeah, this is the jersey from the first national championship oh, that man. five years ago oh, when we yes. beat Cal at Stanford. And uh, Jerem was actually there that night. He was helping us, doing a lot of work. And uh, I've been promising him this for five years, but it's taken me that long <laughs> to find <laughs> to it and get it. it here. So, congratulations, oh, Jerem. Thank you. Hope you enjoy it. Thank wow. you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this may, this actually means a lot to me. Thank you. you I, gotcha. I it's it. fantastic. I openly sobbed on the field when BYU won that. I think we all did that. Night. Seriously, that was an well, emotional. Well, there's a backstory that awesome. to that. You you were roommates with a bunch of the rugby guys. He yeah, was. yeah. So I knew what they had uh, the hard work they had put in. So that's really cool. And that was that was the beginning of this era of five uh, titles in seven years. And that was the first where okay, we can beat them. What, what did that game mean for what you've done the next couple of years? It was huge. I mean, because we had played Cal, I think, three times before that and had lost every time. And, that, and that's tough, you know. So to get that first one and get over the hump, you know, it just gives everybody the belief, okay, we've done this once, now we can do it again. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. But it is possible. So it was huge in that respect. Yeah. Mike Leach, uh, who tweeted over the weekend, the former BYU rugby player, Washington State head coach, he went to that game. He was there. He, was he has a relationship the with the night. program. He does. He, he actually just graduated right before I got here as a player. But a lot of the guys that I played with and know he's still very good friends with, good fan of the program, good supporter, and a, a good rugby man all the way around. But he was there that night, had a lot of fun. At Hobosita just asked, where is the at BYU rugby coach from? I love his accent. I am from Northern Ireland. Uh-huh. Awesome. Yeah. See, we know that, but... Now the rest of BYU Sports Nation knows that. You lose a wealth of talent, uh, Coach, including Paul Asike. He's pursuing NFL dreams. Uh, You did this without Paul, by the way. Kyle Sumption. 
how, what is the expectation level next year when you lose these top tier rugby athletes? Yeah, I mean it's it's it's, it's like any collegiate sport. You know, it's it's a revolving door. They come in and they go, and every year we lose some of the greatest guys we've ever had. We've been fortunate though. We just seem to have other ones come in, take their their spot, and on we go. So we got to keep the expectations high, but it is very difficult to replace some of those guys. But you know that's our job as coaches is to get uh, you know the boys that are wanting to come and play rugby, kids that come and try out. That's our job to train them up and to be good rugby players. So we've got a big challenge ahead of us, like we do every year. But we'll keep at it and see how it goes. What was your reaction to uh, Paul Lasique getting an opportunity with the Arizona Cardinals? Oh, awesome. Very, very happy for him. I mean, if he has that opportunity, he needs to grasp that and see how far he can take it. Is there a stipend that uh, BYU Rugby deserves if Paul makes it in the NFL for <laughs> training him to get yeah, to this spot? Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, at least 30% of his salary. <laughs> 30%? That could do a, a, a huge amount of good for us. <laughs> What's your relationship um, like with the football team? Because there is a little give and take there in that. You're hoping to get some guys that maybe don't make the team. You can teach them rugby. That's happened sure. a lot. Yet, um, recently, they've seen that there's some good athletes and have tried to use those guys like Paul Lasique right. and maybe Johnny Lynn. Right. I mean, it's very simple for, for us. I mean, if there's an opportunity there where they can get a scholarship, maybe look at playing at the NFL, we wouldn't ever step in front of that. But we also like them to come back and play rugby in the winter. But the most important thing that we've got to be concerned about is that they're academically staying up where they need to be. So we've got to keep a close eye on that because they're here first and foremost to get an education and to get a degree. So if we can, you know, do as much as we can in those areas and keep everybody happy, great. Uh, and, you know, but rugby is, you know, what we're all about too. This question just popped into my mind. Is there any archived footage of you playing rugby at BYU, yeah, no, coach. there probably is somewhere over in the LRC, uh, but it's probably all what was it VHS and I don't know if there is. You there just acted like that was a really old medium, like yeah, one inch reels, re- really or something? old, really. It could be slides. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a joke, right? Oh, I want to see it. If it's out there, we've got to get our hands on this. What kind of a rugby player were you at BYU? Uh, I was okay. You know, I was. I just, uh, you know, I showed up and. Put my jersey on and went out and did what I could just to help the team. What position were you? Scrum half mostly, a little mm. bit of fly half. Okay, so you were Luke Mackey or Johnny Linehan. Are you one of the greatest Irish BYU rugby players of all time? I'm probably the only BYU <laughs> Irish rugby player of all time. Well, that's not <laughs> yeah. true, but nearly. Coach, uh, in all sincerity, great to have you with us again. Congratulations on another national championship. And thanks for the jersey. You betcha. Thank you, awesome. guys. Appreciate great it. stuff. Thank you. David Smith on BYU Sports Nation, representing Northern Ireland and BYU Rugby. Up next on the show, how about nine different BYU players, including Paul Asike of BYU Rugby, signing NFL undrafted free agent contracts? But how many of those guys have a really good shot of making the 53? CBS Sports says more than one. Tell you about that list coming up on the show. Radio Vision continues on BYU Radio and BYU TV. I've been waiting for Smith to come on the set so I can say, BYU beat Cal. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision. Jerem rocking his new schmall BYU rugby jersey. I can, I can, I can.
can barely breathe. It's <laughs> <laughs> got the wind knocked out of me. tight, man. <laughs> Woo! It is. It is. It feels great, though. What a great uh, gift. What a great I feel like a national gift. champion. I'm probably going to cry again. Uh, softball plays Utah Valley tomorrow night, 7 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Uh, an, an important game for BYU. Thank you. Softball. Thank you, Jeremy. What was the most impactful news this weekend within BYU Sports Nation? That I got this jersey. <laughs> After that, of course. <laughs> At Troy B. Adams. Ironically, the biggest thing to happen this weekend in BYU sports was a four-peat by non-scholarship athletes. Hashtag COA. The, the snarky shirts that they wear. Just cha- cha- yeah, Championships. No scholarships. Just, just championships. championships. That's a gr- I want that t-shirt. Like, that is the greatest t-shirt. That's a good t-shirt. Those guys are awesome, man. Like, let me tell you this. The rugby team... Is it should be you should be proud of what they do, not just on the field, but those are good dudes, and it's a div, it's a different kind of team. You have a lot of Polynesians, you have a lot of players like Johnny Linehan and Luke Maki, and uh, from different countries, you know, South Africa and New Zealand. It's a cool group of dudes, and they did the haka, by the way, after they won. Yeah, I saw that really cool. Um, I recorded the whole thing and I I tweeted it out Saturday, so if you want to check that out, this next tweet technically doesn't count as the weekend. But it's still a good tweet. At Coog Jazz Fan. Quincy Lewis, his hire so huge for recruiting and coaching the Lone Peak 3 again. He takes BYU to the next level. So can we throw that into the weekend that was for BYU Sports? You know, that came out on that was Thursday. Thursday. Not the weekend to me. Ugh. Not the weekend. It was a big week for BYU Sports. Yeah. That is for sure. It was a, a okay, we released a schedule Thursday for football, bowl games included. Then Quincy Lewis news comes out that afternoon. So the next day, we're not even talking about the schedule. We're talking about Quincy Lewis. And then the weekend happens. Softball wins a conference title. Uh, rugby wins a national championship. And then we're talking about these cost of attendance. So the, the last five days, four days, a lot has happened. What you, off season? You get some more. Ain't war- no off season. You get some more run, wardrobe baby. help as well. Yeah. I mean, this is big time. Yeah. This is big time. I, seriously, it's like a little tight. <laughs> Jeremy, I have my top button up Jeremy's still. uncomfortable. Now put the helmet on and you'll have uh, head-to-toe uncomfortableness. I'll do, I'll do that coming up in the <laughs> e-block. I'll put the helmet on at the break. Oh, good stuff. Okay, uh, here's another headline, Jerem. Over the weekend, nine different BYU footballers signed free agent contracts in the NFL. Wait, first we have to mention no one was drafted. And that just stinks. I thought Alani Fua would get drafted and he didn't. Or Jordan Maybe Leslie. Jordan Leslie. What's the well, third, third time in five years BYU's had, count them, donut, drafted. That and, stinks. And BYU needs years, to have guys drafted. Here's the thing. The two years that they have had guys drafted, a first-round pick fifth overall and a second-round pick 40th overall. Feast or famine. Holy cow. I want to feast. Here are the list of the nine guys that signed free agent contracts in the NFL and still have the next-level dream. Jordan Leslie with the Minnesota Vikings. Paul Lasique, Arizona Cardinals. Ah! We thought he was headed to Atlanta, first of all. But then he got a better situation with the Cardinals. Congrats. Devin Mahina to the Washington Redskins tight end. Sky Polvey, Green Bay. Wow. Awesome. DeAndre Wesley, Baltimore Ravens, offensive lineman. Alani Fua also going to the Cardinals. He'll join Paul Asike, as will Solomone Kafu. Playing nose tackle now on defense. Three guys to the Cardinals. Rob Daniel, Raider Nation in Oakland, and Ross Oppo. Ross Oppo has one catch last year and then gets gets an invite with the Seahawks. That's that's calling that that that's called working the off off season and off the field. Does Jay Keeps qualify for that as Jay well? Jay Keeps got to deal with the Jets. <laughs> wow, uh, he wasn't he wasn't even the starter. 
He must have worked hard in the offseason, I guess, or the Jets see something there. There are some interesting bits of national pub for the BYU guys. Notably, Alani Fua was listed as the sixth best undrafted free agent by CBSSports.com. That's not a list you want to be on, but if you have to, you want to get drafted. Yeah. Right? Yes. That's kind of like the top five non-P5, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> Robertson Daniel of the Raiders and Jordan Leslie of the uh, Minnesota Vikings also listed as the most likely undrafted free agents to make their respective teams. So, they, yeah, there was a list in this article of all 32 teams, one undrafted free agent who, who they was the most it. likely to make the team. That means the 53 or the 10-man practice squad. Make the practice squad's not a bad thing. Spencer Hadley bided his time. Daniel Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen in the middle of the season uh, went down to the practice And then came squad. back up yeah, and, and was a participant on special teams. So that's okay. And, and Vic Soda sent out a tweet after the draft that said one-third of NFL rosters are undrafted free agents or undrafted guys. There's something to that. And so for me, it's you more, still want to get it's drafted, more important for me as a BYU fan to have guys in the league. I don't care how you got there, but... I care how you get there. But the draft does have... The luster for prestige of the program, and it helps recruiting. No one's bragging about free agents. They're bragging about draft picks. That's that's a nice note. BYU needs draft picks. Well, they're not saying free agents. I'm just saying, guys, we have this many guys that play BYU in the NFL. But you're more likely to land them if they're draft picks. BYU needs it. To me, this is a this is an issue that needs to be addressed with BYU football because you, t- you can't tell me that the talent level is equal to or better than what it's been if you're not producing draft picks. They are evaluating talent at the next level, and so if there are none, that's not good. Well, guess what? The cost of attendance should help with that. If you're going to pay 4500 bucks, yes, which is the 11th most of all the, the Power 5 Development teams, and recruiting, that, that needs to be better than cost of attendance kind of thing, right? You will get... Next you year, BYU is going to have a draft pick, at least one. Yes. Someone Hashtag Taysom Hill. Some, Bronson Kafusi. <laughs> like there's there's going to be somebody drafted. Will Jamal Williams get healthy, maybe be drafted. I think Taysom Hill gets drafted somewhere at some position. I 100% agree with that. At least one draft pick for BYU next year. And then some dude from some other country that's never played football is going to get drafted because that's what BYU does <laughs> or will make an NFL roster. Up next on BYU Sports Nation... A jam-packed edition of the Cougar Whip Around. We haven't even talked about BYU softball. They just won another conference championship. That's all they do. So what now? What do you do next? You play UVU Tuesday. You get to the Super Regional, that's what. A lacrosse update as well. What do they manage? BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Rugby. The Cougars' dynasty continues as BYU won their fourth consecutive national championship in a row, winning the Varsity Cup title game over Cal 30 27. The Cougars have now won five of the last seven titles. Awesome. Softball. BYU softball clinching its fourth consecutive conference championship. They beat Santa Clara 8 0 on Saturday. The Cougs led once again by their ace, McKenna Bull. She picked up her 32nd win of the season in the circle, tying a school record for most victories in an individual season. She'll go for the record all by her lonesome tomorrow against UVU. Baseball. That's why it's a huge game to watch. BYU beat Pacific Saturday to avoid a sweep in Stockton. The Cougars, currently fourth in the West Coast Conference, host a three-game series against St. Mary's beginning Thursday. 
Cougars have won every home series this season. All of those games on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Men's volleyball. Our boy, senior Jalen Reyes, named to the AVCA honorable mention team. Nice. J- Man, BYU's going to miss that guy. Cougars in the NFL. Nine Cougars signed as undrafted free agents over the weekend, four of which with the Arizona Cardinals. Actually, I believe three of which. CBSSports.com also mentioned Alani Fua as the sixth best undrafted free agent to sign. Track and field. BYU senior Jason Witt ran the top 10,000 meter time in the nation this year. And the second best time in school history. BYU participated in the Peyton Jordan Invitational over the weekend. Witt ran the 10K in 27 minutes, 54 seconds, and 25 hundredths. Lacrosse. Cougars lost the RMLC title game, that's their conference, to Colorado by one. They've lost all their games by one goal. They play Stanford in the first round of the MCLA National Tournament next Monday. Soccer. Just win that one. Hey, Ashley Hatch wrapped up the under-23 wounds national team camp yesterday. A 20-person roster will be announced for a tournament later this month that will take place in Europe. Future guests coming up tomorrow, Andrew May, new director of basketball operations for BYU Hoops. Quincy Lewis, the new assistant coach, and Leah Garner, who made NCAA regionals for the Cougars, will join us tomorrow on the show. Yeah, Quincy, Leah, tomorrow, loaded show. Good stuff. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. We give it to both championship teams over the weekend. I forgot to put on the helmet. I'm going to put it on. Rugby with a national title and softball with a West Coast Conference championship. Dude, all BYU did this weekend was get championships. (laughs) It's fun to win. Twitter question. What was the most impactful news this weekend within BYU sports? At Lauren Smith 38002 says, the COA may have the positive impact, the lack of drafted players' most negative impact, both impact recruiting and long-term success. Isn't that funny how those two we feel will intertwine to produce what we hope are more draft draft picks for BYU football? It's not my number one thing on that list of what leads to draft picks, but it certainly helps. Every time I hear it's COA, I think of DOA by the Foo Fighters, by the way. Anyone else with me on that? (laughs) DOA! Yeah. Okay, Jerem, now hey, it's time for you for to us. thank everybody. I can't see or hear anything. <laughs> Thanks to Johnny Linhan, David Smith, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Imagine trying to catch 100 passes wearing that helmet. Ross Oppo. The show on demand on BYUtv.org slash BYUSN and BYUsportsNation.com. <laughs> for Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Manti Sua. We're back to work at noon Eastern. Brown sugar.